Yes, yes. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome. Welcome to the Lower Petty Podcast. I feel like that intro took uh, excruciatingly longer than usual, but what's up? What's up, my peeps? How you doing? Appreciate you. I was having the best day ever today, and I decided I'm going to do this now instead of doing it later because under normal circumstances, I probably, probably, I probably would have uh, just done it tomorrow because I've been procrastinating lately, dude. I think uh, the depression's been hitting, and I never know when that shit's. I never know when that shit's going. Um, uh, it just kind of happens, and I just realize, okay, this isn't normal that I just want to sleep all day, or this isn't normal that uh, I don't want to do anything. Like nothing sounds fun, but I'm not sad. Like I'm never actually like sad. I just get, uh, I just get numb. But, <laughs> but I had a great day today, dude. I got my car back. I haven't had a car in uh, over a week, or maybe it's been exactly a week. And I am the world's biggest hypochondriac um, with everything. <laughs> I always think that uh, something's wrong with either me or my stuff. I'm always like, why can't anything ever work? Like, why is my body always fucked up when there's nothing wrong with me? I think I'm sick. Like, I think I have AIDS when I have a runny nose. And then I think my transmission is blowing up in my car. But so um, I went and got an oil change. I go to Jif- Jiffy Lube and they, I look at the notes. They didn't even say anything. I just kind of look at the notes. They said, okay, weird, weird noise coming from the engine and small leak in the back of and so I, I don't think much of it at the time, but I do that I'm sitting in traffic and I feel like, oh, is, is my accelerator not working that well? And I get in my head about something being wrong with my car. <laughs> and it's the same thing I did before I drove to Texas, but this is where I got fucked up because I bought the car and then I thought that something was wrong with it, but I doubted myself. But then I knew that it was kind of vibrating. I went and took it in. I had a bad transmission. So I just kind of knew, you know? Well, no, that's a lie. And then so uh, it started acting weird again. Then before I was driving to Texas, I was really scared because I was all I was all spooked because it had issues beforehand. And so I go and take it in and they have it for like, uh, you know, four days, which seemed like an eternity at the time. And they said, yeah, there's nothing wrong with it, dude. And I literally said to the guys like, I want this car to be in a condition where you would send your 16 year old daughter 2000 miles across the country. And he's like, yeah, I mean, I would sign off on it. It's like, all right. Well, you either don't love your daughter or uh, you're fucking lying to me or there's absolutely nothing wrong with my car and I'm just a hypochondriac about everything. And uh, sure enough, I drove to Texas. Nothing was wrong with the car. I've been down here. But then because some guy without teeth at the Jiffy Lube said that my shit was making weird noises because you can't go get a job at a real mechanic place, um, I'm all spooked that something's wrong with my car. So I go and take it to a new Ford dealership where I've never been before and they tell me, Oh, well, it's going to be at least a week till we can look at it. And I say, well, can I put it in the queue? If it's going to be a week till you can look at it, why do I have to leave it here for a week? Why can't I just bring it the day before, like the day of preferably? And the guy's like, hmm, let me go talk to a supervisor. And so he goes and talks to a supervisor. And the guys, and then the supervisor comes over. He's like, wait, so what do you want to do? And I say, well, you, you're saying you can't see the car for a week. So why do I need to leave it here for a week? If you can't see it for a week, how about I bring it back in a week and you keep me in the queue? And then if I don't show up, I don't show up. And that's my fault. Uh, but I knew I was going to show up. And they're like, okay, yeah, we can do that. All right, great. Maybe I should 
get paid to run this place too. And so I go home, do my thing. I go to work, blah, blah, blah. A week goes by. And then they call me and say, okay, you need to come drop the car off within 24 hours. And so this was two weeks ago. Okay. And so I, I go and drop the car off and, uh, the first day, and this is, <laughs> this is something that I found out Ubering to work for a week in the mornings, like, cause I go to work between like eight and 10 in the mornings. In the mornings, it's just like a quiet old white guy that's retired and that just kind of wants to do like small talk, which, you know, is all right. I'm just trying to get my coffee in and kind of prepare for the day. And then uh, in the afternoon, it's just always like some, some minority that wants to talk shit about other minorities. It's like they just look at me like, oh, yeah, he's probably racist. And they just start like trashing somebody. Like the first day was this black guy. And, uh, you know, I get in, he's like, yo, what's up dog? He didn't actually say that, but I kind of said that. And then, uh, we start going a little bit and he seemed actually really normal at first, but then he asked me if I have a girlfriend and it kind of weirded me out because the first time I ever came to Austin, I, uh, I got an Uber from the airport and the guy, <laughs> the guy was like, yeah, I'll give you, he was kind of a redneck, but he was kind of a crackhead redneck. And, um, he starts like giving me this free tour and I just kind of wanted to get back to my Airbnb, you know, that I'd never been at. And like, I was tired from traveling. I've been drinking on the plane all day because that's what alcoholics do. And I just kind of wanted to go to my room and chill and then go and get some food and then go out and try to strike out on some pasta. And, uh, he's like, Oh yeah, I'll show you the city. So he starts like driving me around the city and he closes the Uber app. <laughs> like, uh, can you leave that open? I don't know if you're Wayne, Gracie or Gacy or whatever. Um, and then he's, he's, he shows me like sixth street and he shows me Congress. He's like, Oh, and this is eighth street. This is where all the gay bars are at. And he just like, this is the first time he shuts up. <laughs> he mentioned like three times that those with the gay bar. So I think he was propositioning butt sex. I think that's how it works for gay guys is they're just kind of like, they feel it out. And then, uh, because I would imagine like if I'm attracted to a dude the same way I am to a woman, I would probably just fuck like three people a day. Just be like, oh, what's up, dude? Oh, you like the, oh, yeah, you like the movie Transformers? All right, dude, let's go suck each other's dicks. Um, so I don't know if he was propositioning that. I have no idea how that community works. Uh, much love to him. I have no idea. But so this black guy comes and picks me up after work, after two people cancel rides on me. And uh, he asked me if I have a girlfriend. I'm like, no, I don't. He's like, oh, man. And then he starts telling me about all the clubs where I can go and meet women at. And, uh, you know, I just kind of want to go home. But he's just like, he won't shut up about pussy. And like, hats off to you, guy. But, um, yeah, then the second day, same thing. There's like this older, <laughs> this older white guy comes and picks me up in the morning. And I meet this girl who's like out walking her dog. Um, just completely normal morning. And then in the afternoon, sure enough, uh, then it was this like Cuban guy pulled up on me and he kept calling me Poppy. He's like, Hey Poppy. And I've, I've heard that somewhere before, but never in person. And, uh, like after every word, he was like, Poppy. And then he starts talking about how he came here from Cuba and, uh, from communist Cuba, how they took all his shit. And then he got here and he said he made 70 grand driving Uber last year. And he's trying to buy like an Escalade to start a car service. But then he talks about like, how much racism there is. And he starts trashing Mexicans. <laughs> he starts talking about how the Mexicans just come over the border and they don't do it legally. And I'm just like, dude, this is uncomfortable as fuck. Um, 
basically, uh, okay, well, let's keep going a little bit. Let's, let's dive deeper. And then on day three, this like older Asian man picks me up who didn't want to do any sort of small talk. He was just utilizing every second. I think he was pissed because I wasn't wearing a mask. And it's weird because I went and looked at my Uber rating and it's like a 4.8 something. And I guess a terrible Uber rating is 4.85. But I've done like, oh, well over a thousand trips. And then I went and looked at my ratings and I got like two one stars, a couple two stars, and then everything else is fours and fives. And I don't know what the fuck I, I would have done to get a one star. I can't think like, <laughs> I don't know what I would have done, dude. I must've been really drunk because like, I'm honestly, uh, I'm honestly a polite person. Like I'm very nice to people and especially I'm very respectful when I get in their cars and shit like that. So I have no idea what the fuck I did, but that's so this Asian guy comes and picks me up. I think it might be a mask thing. It was probably a COVID thing where somebody didn't want to speak up. Cause I just, I don't wear a fucking mask, dude. Like, no, eat my asshole. I'm not wearing a stupid, I'm not wearing a stupid little fucking, uh, paper thing on my face at this point, you know? Um, stay home if you're that worried about it. Honestly, it's like, is that still a thing? Are people still even do? I don't even want to talk about it, dude. <laughs> I really don't even want to talk about it. But then, so yeah, this older Asian guy picks me up and he's like, he's on a mission, dude. He's fucking counting pennies, dog. Cause he was cutting every corner he could, taking every little side, like the car never stopped and it's rush hour traffic. And that's another, I think they're getting pissed because I'm calling Ubers during rush hour traffic. But it's like, why are you driving at that time? You got to imagine people trying to go downtown and go to work. Who the fuck else is getting and going anywhere at that time on a, on a, on a weekday? So you're upset with me because... I got to go downtown and there's traffic downtown because everybody's trying to go downtown and I'm paying you to give me a ride downtown, but you're mad that there's traffic. Every single one of these people gave me some sort of attitude like, oh, you got to go from south all the way to north or vice versa. It's like, yeah, I do. And if I didn't need you to do this, I would have just fucking walked it. But thankfully for you, because this is your part-time job or something like that, I'm paying you. The Uber this morning was $60, dude. 60 bucks. And you know what I did? I didn't go to work today. I told my boss, hey, man, I'm not coming in today. I'll make up for it on the weekend. And that is still a trippy thing to me that I can just do that with my new job. <laughs> in my old job, that would have not happened. They'd be like, boy, you better get down here and get to punch rivets. Funny boss is like, yeah, no worries. Yeah, don't abuse that shit. But I think he gets it, you know, 60 bucks just to get to work. Like, come on, that's fucking stupid. But so anyways, so the Asian guy who's uh, utilizing every second, the most proficient Uber driver I've ever seen, who doesn't want to talk to me, who's probably upset I'm not wearing a mask, uh, takes me to work. And then in the afternoon, I get picked up by like this kind of, kind of a, it's like this little shit box car, this like little Honda, uh, I don't know, like a Honda hatchback, this like blue thing. And he's got the windows down and he's just blasting terrible mumble rap, right? And I'm like, oh God. And I just got off work. I just worked eight hours, nine hours. Can't remember how long I worked that day. And I'm cooked at the end of the day, dude. Like I'm, I'm and I'm introverted and I got to talk to people on the phone all day, you know? And I have, I don't, I don't have to do like any sort of customer service, but I still have to communicate with people. Like the greatest thing about my job, if somebody's being rude, I just tell them like, Hey bro, I'm like, I don't put up, I don't have to put up with shit and I don't put up with shit. Like I just get people off the phone. Just tell them like, Hey, you know, it is what it is. But um, like this one guy, he tried to put me on hold the other day. Like I'm talking to this guy on the phone and I'm able to save him. Like I forget it was some astronomical amount of money. And sure, I get paid off of that. 
but uh, there's a plenty of people, you know, it's like, uh, it's like anything in life. You got to have an abundance mindset. You know what I mean? You get all caught up on one person or one deal or one job or one something like, no, there's a million of everything, you know, but, um, and so this guy, he puts me like, Oh, hold on. And he puts me on hold. And I'm like, how long is it going to be? He's like, well, I don't know. I'll be right back. And he puts me on hold. And I literally waited 30 seconds. I think I was like looking at it. Going, I'm going to wait 30 seconds. And then he called me back and he was like upset. He called me back. He's like, Oh, well, you know, he had that tone in his voice. And then I could hear my voice echoing. And I think he was like recording me. Cause he's going to turn me into like, I don't know, being rude for customer service. I'm like, dude, I'm not customer service. Like fuck off. Um, what the fuck was I talking about? Oh yeah. So this guy, but I'm still brain fried after doing that all day. Right. And so this, this guy picks me up, this black dude in this like little Honda and the seats were just filthy. You know, like that green shit, like pollen, how it kind of like, it's got that green layer. The whole car was like the inside was covered with that. The outside was all fucked up and uh, he was just blasting rap fucking mumble rap that I'm not even going to try to emulate right now. And we listen to that shit at work all day too. And it drives me nuts. So I don't want to hear it when I get in the car and I got to sit in the, the, in the car with a stranger for 40 minutes. And I'm not about to tell, God, that was gross. <coughs> and I'm not about to tell this guy what to do in his own car. Even though I'm paying him, it's still his car. So I'm still going to be respectful of that, which comes back to how the fuck did I get a one star rating? Um, I must've taken some dumb bitch home or something, dude. I don't know. But uh, yeah, and he's just bumping his shit. And then the next day, the final day, uh, yeah, nor normal. No, no. Well, he was kind of, he was a guy from Greece. He was a white guy from Greece who spoke French better than English. And, uh, he had the Tessie, he had the Tesla whip and, uh, those things are tight, dude. If I had a, um, I kind of want a Tesla, but I don't think I'm going to get a Tesla because I don't know where the fuck I would charge it. Cause I live in an apartment. Um, but he kind of explained the math to me that, okay, so if gas is, so if the car gets 25 miles to the gallon and you're paying $4 for a tank of gas, so it costs you four, four bucks to go, uh, 25 miles or whatever, you know, he said, it, 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 got, it costs me one cent. It's like, what? Cause that's about his electricity bill. But yeah, the Tesla is tight, dude. I, I like the Tesla a lot, but, uh, yeah, I'm not going to be anybody's Bessie in a Tessie because I have nowhere to charge it. Um, but yeah, so he was kind of cool, except I couldn't understand a word he was saying. You know, he's sitting up front and he's just kind of talking really quiet under his, under his, uh, under his little boy. And then uh, that reminds me, I had another like Puerto Rican guy who was just like shitting on uh, Middle Eastern people. And then I had a Middle Eastern guy who was shitting on black people. Um, and it's weird, dude. <laughs> the only people that didn't talk shit were the white people, the white, like when I get in the, when I get in the Uber with the white people, with the old white men, they just wanted to talk about like business and talk about themselves when they were younger. And then whenever I got in the car with the minorities in the evening, they wanted to talk shit about other minorities. Um, they just, yeah, they just looked at me like, Oh, this tall German looking fuck. He's racist for sure. I can say this shit around him. And I'm like, no, <laughs> you don't. Um, it's weird. Um, oh, but then so on the very last day, all right, so this is day five of Ubering to and from work for, on like a 30 to 40 minute commute because of downtown traffic. I get this like white redneck type guy and, um, 
I made a remark because I've been, I've been riding my bike around just kind of my neighborhood. Like I rode my bike down to the convenience store and bought a 40 ounce the other day because I was bored. It was kind of like recapturing my youth because you know how old men will go out and buy a sports car to feel young? For me to ride my bike down to the convenience store and buy a 40 ounce, I felt like a teenager again, dude. I felt uh, fucking rejuvenated. Um. But, but so I, I rode by a trailer park, right? I rode my bike by a trailer park and I was just kind of veering into it. And I wanted to go make a lap around the good old park, but, um, you know, I didn't, I knew somebody would be like, you, the fuck is this guy? And probably know that I was in there just lurking for the wrong reasons or something or trying to burglarize or whatever, because I'm on a nice mountain bike. Like I'm, you know, I got like a actual motorcycle back. So I don't, I don't look like a homeless person but I'm riding on all the little trails that all the crackheads ride on, you know, like where there's not a sidewalk, but there's still a bike trail next to the road in the dirt, like in the grass, like where other people or the bums with the saddlebags on their bikes have already, uh, blazed the Portland trail through it, you know? And, um, and so, yeah, so I'm riding by this trailer park and I'm just looking and, and it looked peaceful. And I was like, at what, at what point did society decide that living in an apartment is any more glorious than a trailer park? At least you don't have people next to you or stomping above you or anything like you have your own little fucking trailer, you know? And then I thought, okay, if it wouldn't be for probably the ratchet neighbor, but that's the thing. So like most people are the mindset like, oh, a trailer park is ratchet. But like if you get a bunch of nice, like clean young people and go live in a trailer park. It'd be better than living in an apartment complex because you would all have like your own things and you'd have like neighbors and shit, you know? That shit would be lit, dude. But, um, and it's cheap, dude. Oh, so anyway, so I get in the car with like this redneck guy and uh, he told me that him and his wife split and then he lives in a trailer and I told him what I just told you that I rode by a trailer park and I don't understand at what point we decided that living in an apartment is any more glorious than living in a mobile home. At least you like own the mobile home and you're renting a lot, you know? And uh, like there's more ownership in that than living in this fucking, I like I pay 1500 bucks for this apartment and I could drop dead and they don't give a fuck. Um, but anyways, but then he got so on this subject, he's like, yeah, you, you need to buy a truck. You need to buy a truck and then get yourself a trailer. Once you get in the trailer, you'll never go back. The people are so nice. And he was kind of stupid, so I feel bad making fun of him. But uh, like he would not let this thing go. He's like, dude, you got to do it. You got to do it. And I was like, dude, I want to, but I'm not going to do it just for the fact that I don't want guys like you being my neighbor. Like I don't want to walk out to my mailbox and then have you invite me over to come check out the new blades that you put on your tractor, some shit like that, you know? And, um, and he wouldn't stop talking and he had this like one track mind where like he'd start talking about one thing. And then as soon as I got in the car, he started talking about how ghetto the area was and how he saw a guy just covered in blood. Cause he got there super late. I waited a whole hour for him to get there. Um, there's just no other oobs dude. And then, or people would cancel the rides because they would see how far to go. But, and then so we're going, it's like, yeah, this used to be the Sheraton. This used to be a, a Bucky's. And then we go by, and this is the, the Motel Deluxe. I took a girl there when I was 19 and I got lice. And that's when I started laughing. Um, that's where, <laughs> you know, when something's annoying and then you take a step back and you realize, okay, this is actually really funny and I'm going to enjoy remembering this. That's when he kind of broke me open. It's not like he was trying to be funny. He was just dumb. 
but it was endearing, dude. It was endearing. And then when he told me that he took a girl there and he got lice from, <laughs> it's like this 50 year old man telling me this. And he told me a bunch of other stories about shit that I don't remember. Um, but yeah, dude, shout out to that guy. Uh, but yeah, life is good. Life is good. Today's been the best day ever. I found out that Elon Musk bought Twitter. And so I've just been on Twitter saying all the terrible things I'm not supposed to say that I don't even necessarily believe in. Talking about like, oh, the election was stolen. Like, I don't think it was actually stolen. I just think there was a lot of people that um, watched a lot of news and believed a lot of weird shit. And you actually got a lot of people that voted for Joe Biden that aren't typically, typically politically active and didn't realize how bad his dementia was and probably regret it now when they look at the price of everything. It's like everything that happened before, uh, February, February of 2021 was, uh, okay. No, what's the timeline here? Everything that happened, before like a month ago was Trump's fault and everything that's happened since is Putin's fault, but nothing's these fucking people's fault. Um, you know, the adults are back in charge. Uh, I don't even want to talk about it, but, um, yeah, dude, Elon buying Twitter. So now you can just go on there and talk shit again. Are you kidding me? It's so like, I feel like I was just screaming from a mountaintop just talking about how like, you know, I say just saying dumb shit like that. Uh, Donald Trump has time traveled from the future to stop lizard people who eat babies from uh, taking over the world. And there's nothing they can do about it now. Like I can say that shit. Um, <laughs> that Brian Selter guy, you know, the fat guy that looks like a thumb on CNN who's on a nationally syndicated show, like on the biggest news network in the world. And he only has 40,000 followers. That guy, that fucking idiot. He's not like, oh, if you were to go to a party and there was absolutely no moderation, there was no rules, would you want to go to that party? And it's like, dude, you guys were trying to abolish the police like a year ago. So for you guys, it's okay for criminals to run around and like crackheads to run around, but you want people to police what others say on the internet? So it's totally fine for sex offenders to be running around and drug dealers to be running around and we freak out if there's any sort of police. Oh, we don't need the police. We don't need the cops, but we need fact checkers. Make up your mind, dude. It's one or the other. It's either like, okay, abolish everything. Let's go full anarchy or let's have some common sense and not participate in like blatant hate speech and also not let criminals roam around and steal from people and not prosecute them. So it's okay for a dude to take a shopping cart from Walmart into a CVS and then load that bitch up and just walk right out the front in front of the fucking uh, security guard as long as he's wearing a mask. But if you're not wearing a mask, you can't buy anything. But as long as you are wearing a mask, you can just walk out the store without paying for anything. Dude, we have entered clown dimension. <laughs> Nothing makes sense. But it's okay, dude, because Elon bought Twitter. And um, yeah, dude, I feel like my Instagram is on the fritz all the time anyways. So it's a good thing. And I'm excited. I hope Big 45 comes back as a... Uh, Truth Social or whatever was a big flop. CNN Plus was a big flop. Um, the truth would always prevail, dude. Try to remember if there's anything I want to talk about. Um, talk about those things. Um, I got on Bumble again. And uh, 
I forgot how much online dating sucks. And I know this is a hack thing to talk about, but um, like I'll get a notification be like, oh, you have three new matches or three new matches. Go swipe to find out. And I'll just see these gorgeous girls and I'll be like, right swipe, right swipe, right swipe. Like 80% of them are hot. Right swipe because Austin's just crawling with, with sh- chicks. And just swipe right, swipe right, swipe right. And all of a sudden I see just like some sea monster be like, oh, oops, left. And then I'd be like, swipe right. And I'd be like, and then uh, uh, Bumble go, oh, you just missed a potential match. Upgrade for rewinds and find out who liked you, which means the sea monster liked me. Um, thank you for tuning into the Lord Petty podcast. Um, please tell a friend. Please share it with somebody. Um, and you know what? Ow, I think I blew my knee out. And that's all I'm going to ask for you, old man. <laughs> I blew my knee out podcasting. All right, deuces. Tell somebody, leave a rating. All right, bye. I'm a dish. She got shit on my eye when I had a kiss. Let me admit, she mix it in the tea with the turmeric. Let it see. Show me the light, I try to let it in. She my Edison. Staying parked by my side, I'ma let her let the test slip it. With mostly pennies Back when kids was still next door Charles Before like they the moved to electricians Charms with the jewels on my neck and Stones on the time made it angry Whip it so quiet If I'm not on autopilot I can hear my foot change the best time to observe it The moonshine soaked you perfect The Tesla Condensation on the outside of the glass When I spilled that bit of drink on my lap And my hip, you started patting me clean I hope this thing's as bad as can be You spilled drink on you too While you was too busy laughing at me Mean I knew you was cute Cute and mean I mean shit on my Perfect in the touch, it. The touch, it.